This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. It's the podcast! Yes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ajima Show. My name is Peter Kim. I'm and I am Unji Kim. And we are your host of the Ajima Show. Not only a podcast, but we're going to be live in um, Chicago, June yes. 12th. All right. So Chicago people, Midwest people, earmark that dog, ear that, mm-hmm. whatever, ear that elephant. <laughs> Remember that day, June 12th at the Steppenwolf Garage Theater. Yes. The black box. One of those like yeah. one of those like little ones, not the actual Steppenwolf. We're no. not that cool. We're not, not yet. That cool. Not yet. Not yet. We're in one of those like little spaces they have for like, oh, a- our students are doing a show. Attached you know to I mean? like, attach. It's attached to the actual theater. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's an ADU attached yeah, dwelling unit. Dwelling yeah. unit to the theater. There is a bar there. Yeah, it's cute. It's Come cute. on out. Come on out. And then also East Coasters, July. I know June seventeenth, um, eighteenth, and nineteenth. Mm-hmm. The weekend we will be in Washington D.C. at the Comedy Loft in D.C. Exciting. Unji and I will be doing stand up seventeenth mm-hmm. and eighteenth, two shows a night, and then Sunday. We're going to be doing a live Ajima show yeah. in the East Coast. We've never done an East Coast Ajima show before. This so is so show, fucking cool. Show up, Ajima. Show, show up. up. Brooklynites, New Jerseyans, New Yorkers, Connecticutians, all the fuckers <laughs> come on down to the DC Comedy Loft on Sunday, um, June 19th. Wow. Anyway, now that we got that out of the way, I think it's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Kia! Okay. As you know, I have been in Austin all week. I know. For it looks so South fun. by Southwest. It looks so It was so I haven't even gotten a chance to talk to anyone about it. It's been a whirlwind. I'll get into it, but it was a lot of um feeling like away, not at home, so I was missing, you know, my food and Korean food. Uh, And Austin is not really, there's not a lot of Korean, there's not a lot of Asians. No. You know, like. I'm sure there's a lot of kimchi on burgers. Oh, lots of kimchi on burgers, (laughs) but all served by like blondes. Oh, of course, of course. You know, boleros. Like, it's just really, (laughs) um, it's very Portland, uh, but in the South. Yes. A little gayer and a little more color, but. That's about it. Yeah, because Portland's not gay at all. No, and not colorful. No. It's very white. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, it has that kind of vibe, though. And and it's like um, Portland meets Texas meets San Francisco because there's a lot of new money tech being built there. Yes. Um, so a lot of people are moving there. And uh, my cousin, who lives out there, mm-hmm. it, um, does real estate. So he's like, really, it, the business is booming. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so I was out there feeling like, oh, man, I'm missing like Korean food. And there was this one place called K-pop. K-B-O-P. <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out. That's my kick-ass Korean. They were a, a, an oasis. Yeah. In the middle of a, a, a desert of barbecues and cheese and <laughs> fried and 
everything was just very like heavy. Oh, I'm sure. Like and all the things that are made you make Asian people shit, shit crazy. Yeah, yeah, and break out. Yeah. So um, they, you know, it was perfectly timed. It was exactly when I needed it. They were right around the corner, uh, and um, you know, it was a little like um, kind of quick service sure. type. Cape, you know, Korean restaurant, nothing yeah. fancy. That's you know? what Korean food is. But that's what it is. Yeah. You know, I got a chur of kimbap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, tonkatsu, uh, tonkatsu bowl yeah. and some kimchi. I love and it tonkatsu, was just so, yeah. Oh, it was so fucking. Oh, I miss tonkatsu. Okay. Delicious. And the katsu sauce was so, like, right and meaty and sweet and oh, savory. And it was just, I just needed it. And yes. it was. Perfect. So I just want to give a quick shout out to K-pop yeah! in Austin. Go check them out on Guadalupe and like 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too precise. <laughs> just Google it. I don't fucking know. What do I got to give you an address? K-pop. There's not that many Korean restaurants in Austin. Trust me. You're, you'll find it. It's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my uh, kick-ass Korean is a... Um, Korean American filmmaker Chris Chan Yi. Uh, it's just his third feature called Silent River. He's an indie filmmaker. His debut was called Yellow. And like his mm. whole thing is like psychological. Is that based off the book Yellow? Yeah. So it's all, oh. all like base, it's all like psychological thriller stuff. Like that's his genre, the noir, the psychological thriller. And it's mm. all happening inside of like with the context of like. Korean American, Asian American life. And um, his latest movie called Silent River is making the festival rounds right now. I'm going to go see it in April. (gasps) Okay. And it's been described as Lynchian. And it's basically like um, one of those things where it's about perception, sci-fi, psychological thriller. Like this, um, it's one of those things where Everyone in the movie is Asian. Okay. But they That's do... already a psychological thriller. Yes. But <laughs> but no one, it's not about that. It's not about race. Okay. And like, it's one of those things where we talk about this a lot, about the plurality of the Asian American experiences, where like, we would love to be on things where that's not the focal point of the discussion, where mm. that's not the focal point of the art. Mm. Right? Like where it's just simply people that look like us experiencing something. Yeah, yeah. And it's not central to it, you know? Uh-huh. And so he has this like, it's move, It's a movie called Silent River. It's gotten very mixed reviews, but. Oh, I love that. I love that too. I love and, a mixed review. Because he, the, the bitch is trying something. Mm-hmm. Like he's going for it. Okay. Um, the fact that it's been called Lynchian in multiple reviews to me mm-hmm. means like. This is the vibe I agree with. This I'm <laughs> David David Lynch. He, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Thank God. You know what I mean? Like it's like a psychological yeah. sort of bizarre sort mm-hmm. um, pushing limits uh, piece of art mm-hmm. where everyone looks like us, but yeah. just like you and I have often hung out, and we do not talk about what it is to be Korean. Yeah. Right. We're just talking. Yeah. As artists, okay. as people. You know, like that's all it is. And also where it's not central to the plot of the movie. It's not what even, a breath of fresh air. It is. And that's sort of why um, I think it's really like one of those things where I'm like excited about 
just as an independent filmmaker, I can only imagine the pressure inside of meetings and pitches where you're like trying to get money from motherfuckers. <laughs> and for him to just simply deny that. Yeah. Like that's not what this is. I am just a filmmaker. I'm just doing this thing. Just doing this thing. Just like you're a filmmaker. That's really brave. That's brave. Yeah. So that's my kick-ass Korean this week. All right. Key! Go check them out. Silent River, Chris Chapman. Yeah, check him out. Um, I'm sure you can get stuff online or streaming. Austin, if you're around the Austin-San Antonio area, go check out K-Bob. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, we're back. It's been a busy week, huh? It has been a busy week. Kind of nuts. Thank you so much for taking us and the Patreon members down uh, your unique mental spiral around <laughs> around Just for Laughs, uh, a, a huge comedy festival um, that Unji just did an audition set for. And if you want to find out exactly... Um, how it all went down? Go, go check out the Patreon. Yeah, you'll so, just. But thanks for taking us through that. That's very brave of you. <laughs> Peter has never looked at me with so much concern in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I felt the terror. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I felt it with you as you were describing. <laughs> And honestly, I felt like I handled it pretty good. <laughs> you did. You did. That's the main thing for those of you who um, are are interested. Unji is better this year than she was last year, which last year you threw up, right? <laughs> no, that was the year before that. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that was the year before the year that the, We've it was processed canceled. that one, folks. Yeah. All right. And by the way, these are all listenable on our podcast. Like they've happened on these episodes. <laughs> like you'll, there's got to be one Ajuma nerd out there who that has knows. like listened to yeah. every time that you've spiraled about JFL. Your, yeah. About JFL. <laughs> it's been a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've all been documented in this pod. <laughs> I mean. Oh. Uh, it's like it's one of the, it's, so funny. It's it, and the thing is, like, I know better. I know better. And the thing is, like, I don't it, know if you do. <laughs> I do. Like I logically, I like think... in my brain, intellectually, I know better. Here, okay. Here's what. May I suggest something? Please. Not 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 a suggestion, really, but a, a theory. Go for it. My theory uh-huh. is that you, there's a part of you. A very like now very undeniable and loud part of you (laughs) that wants to mess it up. Yes. Because you don't. Maybe I think the the like my go to would have been like, oh, because you don't think you deserve it. Right. Yes. But I think there's a bigger part of you that like. Doesn't actually want it wow so you know that's, my okay go I go think that's my theory so you know my therapist thinks that like the fact that i hold on to my android phone is a symptom of my mental illness 
you've told you told us that last week yeah so yeah i think that like that's a part of it it's like <laughs> yes like this like level of self-sabotage that like supersedes just like regular yeah i'm not good enough it's more like no i actually want to do bad like i want to make sure that i do not succeed because i don't want to because the prospect of a life that's this different and that this um it scares you because it's it runs so counter to like these deeply embedded ideas of self-worth right like this means that my world will change it's like a biological like my body's kind of like that me that threatens our existence mm-hmm. that reality yeah and like that i would say is not untrue um thankfully there's a part of my like uh not in my reptilian brain but in like my ego that's like mm-hmm. i bet you should yeah <laughs> you know? clearly clearly because I, I wouldn't try otherwise yeah why else would you be doing so damn much you know what i mean but so exactly i'm wondering if like it goes beyond the self-worth thing and that there's a part of you that is wants to skip the stand-up part Mm. and and shortcut to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> asterisk, asterisk. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Aquafina, fill in the blank. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, so that I, I'm positing that. Yeah. Only because I feel that way. I feel it as a stepping stone. Sure. Towards. Not having to do it. Mm. You don't want to. S- okay, so can I ask you, in your ideal situation, uh-huh. are you the star of the movie? <laughs> no. And why not? No. I don't want to be. But why? Because I want to be in control. I mean, if that means I could be the star of the movie. So you want to be the director? Then obviously. Yes. Yes. 100% yes. I want to be the director slash producer slash writer. If I get to be in my own thing, hallelujah. But I don't want the rest. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I do. I will, t- I will take the rest. Yeah. Different than I want it. Okay. So I see that. I know that about you. For me, I can't even see myself there. <laughs> like, so when we're talking about like, me self-sabotaging in this way it's like i don't see myself as a lead in anything i don't see myself in control of anything like i oftentimes think a lot about um there's a wtf with steve buscemi Mm. who has been never the lead Mm -hmm. in anything boardwalk empire yes 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 but that's new for him sure yeah 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 and also but like the thing is like for him everything has been like as a journeyman actor sure 
Sure. And but the thing is, he also directs. He does direct a lot of stuff. He does, yeah. And and the thing is, like I, I think ultimately any character actor, anyone that I envision my career being like, does actually want to be in control, does want to be the star. And I think my struggle is that like that's they are my goal. <laughs> They're like, bitch, we don't want to be here either. And I'm like, but why? And there's like a level of that's a self-worth sort of thing where like even in my own story, I can't be at the center of it. Like even inside of my own dreams, I can't be at the center of it. Like in my wildest dreams, I can't envision a world where I'm the driving force or something. I'm this. And Of course every- you can. Of course you can. You already have. have you I? already did it. You already did it uh, last week or two weeks ago. You were, you did your own project. You led your own thing. Oh my God, you're right, Peter. Yeah, so. And that's why I felt so uncomfortable. Sure, but you did it. I did But you did it. So there is no, I can't imagine. You already did it. You can't imagine. You just think about what you did. Holy shit. (laughs) You did do that. You can do that. You're you just don't know if you're ready to handle that, you know, at that level. And but I already did it. Yeah. It's not going to be that different. It's just going to be like exponential or multitudes of that experience. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. You're good, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fixed. Correct. (laughs) Bye-bye. I mean, like, I, I think that, like, so much of what I, like, with the anxiety stuff that I struggle with is, like, very much, I mean, you know, we've talked about this on the pod. Like, I can't even remember me doing that. Like I can't acknowledge that I did that. Is that inbuilt? Well, in- yeah. I mean, our our pod has been a journey for us to talk about a lot of this stuff. You know, all, from our identity to dreaming out loud to stepping our pussies up. You know, like yeah. all, uh, we've been mantraing through this for the last five years. Jesus Christ, five years. Five years and. I I I feel like we've grown. You're at a better place. I'm at a better place. Doing the damn thing. You're. We're both spiraling <laughs> more gracefully. Yes, that's all I want to do. I don't. That's all really I sh- think. Yeah. I, I think that's all we can really ask for, right? Like. Yeah, I don't want know, a ricochet. I, I don't want a ricochet against the walls. I want to have a buttress. I don't want to get bruises on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to take out other people's scaffolds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I'm just looking to uh, shield myself from harm. It's nuts. Wait, Peter. Here's t- what, here, what. What? What? Okay, no, go go, go with what you're going to end up. I just want for you, my wish for you this year is to really like kind of step into your delusion a little bit. Yes. Me too. You know what I mean? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And like give yourself a little like almost like, you know, when or as an early improviser, you kind of like hug the back wall. Yes. Because you don't want to initiate. Because it, yeah. it's so scary to not know or be the first one out there. But you know how you, as you become a better improviser, you realize there's no way to fail. So no. you just keep, you go out there like with stupid confidence. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I think that I, ha- I know, I see that for you. That transition from back wall improviser to, you know, fucking stupid initiator. Yeah, stupid initiator. <laughs> like, idiot. <clears throat> it takes balls to be an idiot. It does. It really does yeah. to fail in front of people. Yeah. To be precious and perfect is also cowardly. Because you're never, you're not leaping. That's all the Virgos that listen to this audio, this podcast. <laughs> Deciding to to stop. I'm so sorry, Virgos. Is it Virgo season? No, not yet. But I'm I I, as a Virgo, as a Virgo, as a Virgo, and as an Aries rising, everything about my personality (coughs) makes sense. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) the neurotic perfectionism, along with this like delusional bravura, like all of it is makes sense. That let me tell you, I, I have all of that too. I think that's normal. Yes. I think that's very normal. It's just, I think, yeah, there's, there's just, there. Uh, hopefully there's like more tools we learn as we grow. I mean, I'm surrounded by enough data to prove my delusion. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person insisting that this, like, I'm an anti-vaxxer. You know what I mean? I'm, like, <laughs> refusing to believe what's happening. Because it's less painful to believe the lie. Exactly. Because yeah. it affirms this, like, fundamental truth that I believe. And so even though all data proves something else. And it's one of those things where, like, yes, yeah, stepping into my delusion would but okay, can we unwrap that for a second? Yeah. I think the anti-vaxxer thing is very interesting because sympathetically, I believe that the anti-vaxxer or any person who has been turned by some kind of propaganda, information, yeah. propaganda, whatever, <laughs> is at their core scared. Of course. And... I think fear drives that type of tightly held belief onto something because it feels safe. Yeah, because it affirms a reality. It affirms my reality to believe this, right? Like, because if it's not true, then so many other choices I've made well, I mean, let's not go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to go down there. We only have so much for one episode, MG. Wait, let me, let me I ask I need you. to talk to you about Austin. Austin. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Ask. Tell me about Austin. <laughs> I went to Austin for South by Southwest. I helped produce a film called Bitch Ass. Love it. It is a um, horror movie, kind of a 
throwback to like hood horror. Love. Blackula, Tales from the Hood, People Under the Stairs. So they're doing an homage and it's the first masked black serial killer in the genre. We love. So groundbreaking. Yeah. And so well done. Such a fun showing. They sold out two out of three. Wow. Had to turn away hundreds of people. Oh my Great God. Great reviews, 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 reviews. <laughs> IndieWire, Deadline, everyone just giving them so much praise. Oh my God. WME has picked them up <gasps> as a sales agent. That's William Morris Endeavor, folks. Endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> and they are endeavoring to sell our friend's movie. I'm, I've been putting it out there. I'm going to put it out there. My manifest right now, $3 million. That's ah! what we're asking for. Universe, please deliver $3 million for my friend John Coulomb. And that, there, that, that there be a bidding war and it actually be four. Yeah, let me... <laughs> from your lips. I don't have any stake in the film. I did. I am an associate producer, but I don't get any money back. I am just a fan and a friend. And I, I'm really so proud so excited my friends i told them they were like oh thank you so much for coming out and celebrating with us i'm like are you kidding me this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) they're like what are you talking about yeah i'm like no sure like you've done like cool gigs yeah i've done cool gigs you've done very cool gigs but this is a this is like an artist made like to be an official selection of one of the biggest film festivals in the world is pretty cool it's beyond yeah fuck jfl yeah the fuck fuck jfl fuck jfl what the fuck are you talking about jfl i didn't even go to montreal (laughs) bitch i you know when i i i told them i said judges during my year 2021 when you had a panic attack yeah i during my year i told them i had a I, I, before my set, I was like, judges, where are you guys? I, if we're not going to Montreal, I really don't want to see it. Please don't pick me. <laughs> and you know, our, you know, Irene too. Yeah. She, afterwards she was like, that was a boss move. Telling them not, <laughs> not to pick you. And then they picked you. What the fuck? That's like such a boss move. And I was like, I, I guess that could be seen that way. I was pissed. Cause I was like, <laughs> great. I'm doing it the LA year. The year they were fucking streaming it. Yeah, the year that you had to drive to a place. <laughs> <laughs> so, um It is the coolest it is cool to be a part of something like that. Like a movie. Yes. But South by Southwest is like beyond. It's like where tech innovators are meeting, film directors are meeting, you know, um fucking uh, what else? Uh, music, musicians, like yeah, that's cutting edge, what it is, everyone. Yeah, yeah music, <laughs> music, film, tech, and comedy. And now th- there's like four things happening there. Yeah. It started as just music. Yeah. Because Austin's very like, uh, you know what Austin feels like? It feels like what Chicago is for improvisers. Like okay. Process Town. Yeah. Everyone and their mamas have done are doing are teaching are coaching improv it's not it's not anything like special because everyone does it but the caliber is high yeah but there's also a lot of yeah you know like chicago yeah yeah it's just saturated 
So like it's kind of like that. It feels like everyone has a guitar. Everyone's playing the same indie rock. Everyone's <laughs> kind of doing like a bluegrassy cool thing. You know, like it's just like you get it. Yeah. Like it's a it's a vibe. Of course. Um, but the the film festival was such a cool thing to be part of because I've never done anything of that caliber. That's that's huge. <laughs> that's so big. Yeah, I mean, you have done things of that caliber, but yes. <laughs> I've never created anything of that caliber. But you've I been have, a part of. I've been a part of, like, casting. Sure. But that, who cares about that? That has nothing, that, that's nothing. To be, like, to be cast is to be chosen because you fit someone's idea. That's true. Okay, great. Wow. These guys created this thing yeah. like from nothing, just their words and created an entire fucking film and an experience and fan base like people. It's become a part of a what What do you call that? A, a pan, not a pantheon, but a library of 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 what of horror films. Okay, so it's part of a larger conversation. Yeah. They're adding to the larger culture. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Like, you did that. That's That's so fucking cool to me. I guess I would feel also this way if any of my shows ever went. (laughs) 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 I guess I would feel similarly. Sure. Because something was created. But right now, as of now... Everything I've created has is on a .fdx. Okay. Okay, that's for those of you who don't know. That's a final draft ref. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how I feel. I, I was so, I wasn't even jealous. I was yeah, so it's proud. exciting. Yeah, I was so proud of him, and it was just cool to be near such <clears throat> creative force. Yeah, excellence. Yeah. Excellence, excellence. It was just cool. And I got to see my cousin, the first person I came out to in my really? family. Yep. Was my cousin Rob. Bob Kim, Kimpap, we call him. Kimpap Kim. <laughs> He's a, by the way, if anyone needs, he doesn't need my help, but if anyone needs a realtor in Austin, he's the guy to go to. He's like, he's dope. He's always been like, the young that went to Ivy League. Yeah. And the one that everyone was, he's a Changson. Really? So he's the, yeah, he's the first son's yeah, son yeah, yeah. who went to Ivy League and tall, athletic, just like holding that mantle down. Holding it down. Yeah. And only child. So, you know, like every other cousin in our generation was compared to him. Of course. You know? And. Oh my God. What's, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I'm sure his, like the med, you know, the bad tasting medicine that we all get, like, I'm sure. His, hanyak? Yeah. His mm-hmm. Hanyak was like top. Oh, a class. A class. Hanyak. He got antlers. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> None of us got, I never got an antler. No, bitch. I couldn't even see a goddamn <laughs> antler. I, got, I had a beak in mine. Yeah, I, I was like, a, what the fuck? <laughs> like, for him to have like, you know what I mean? Like as a yeah. firstborn. An yeah. only son of the oldest. Only son of the oldest son. Yeah, yes. his hanyak was top, 
top top notch, top notch, top shelf, top notch, and that's why he went to Ivy League. And we know this because you know what? Hanyat works. Yeah, <laughs> I went to a top ten. I, I got top ten school, Hanya. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got party town, Hanyak. No, I mean like that um, means that like that he was always the one that was like he had the hardest go of it, right? He's straddling two. Of things course, he really, was the pioneer. Yeah, he was straddling two worlds in a much more uh, visceral way, and also yes. probably one of the reasons why he was also the most open. Absolutely. Yeah, and he was the one who, after nine eleven happened. He got on a motorcycle and went to Seattle. Wow. And he was like, fucking, I'm out. So. Wow, Moshisa. Moshisa. Yeah. And this is what I did also when I, when I came out. I was like, I have to go to San Francisco and just like, live my life. <laughs> it took me way longer to do it. Um, I got into a lot of accidents. Thank God. <laughs> um, but he was always the guy that like. I modeled, like he 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 taught me culture. Like he gave me my first Piers Anthony book. Yes, you know fantasy, like adult fantasy. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? He gave me boxes and boxes of Marvel comics, DC comics. He's your older brother. <clears throat> He's my older brother. Yeah. He, he, you know what? The, you know what's the craziest thing? He's not. You need those this, people. But you need those people, mm-hmm. and th- I am learning that I wasn't able to be this person for my younger brother and that's making me a little sad but i think there's time to fix all this because we got to talking and man i really like this guy yeah he's cool and he loves me and he supports me and it felt so strong and um like elementary of course almost yeah. like yeah and, and grounding so like it, it it was such a beautiful trip oh i just got shivers yeah it's great and he um i got to do a show a south by southwest show because i was so upset all week because i was working i know yeah. boohoo i have a job i get it but also <laughs> Also, I was in Austin. I was working all day, and it's two hours back, like where you are. So yeah. it's like I was working from twelve thirty to six thirty. You know, like yeah. So and all the shit, like the cool shits happening during the day. So like I have a whole badge, and I can't even use it. And it was just like uh, whatever. But rich people I got to problem. Do, yeah, I know, I know, it's rich people problems. But because I was like really bummed out about that, my agent got back to me. Uh, I, I was happy when my agent got back to me and said, "Hey." um, Doug Benson wants you on his podcast. So I did Doug. Doug loves movies. Doug Doug loves movies. And get this, you know, and you've listened to it, obviously. Yeah. Right. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so stupid. He, I um, like Doug Benson a lot. Me too. Yeah. He, at the top of his show, he like asked us to recommend the movie and, you know, people recommend their movies and I recommended bitch ass. And because of that, it got, became like a joke and everybody laughed and people like kept calling it back bitch ass and i was trying to light my joint they let us smoke on stage yeah because he's it's like that's what it's about it's yeah. The yeah. <laughs> and it was austin i was like oh my god this is so cool and i got so fucking high <laughs> i sound so stupid 
but I was having a blast. Oh, that's it great. was so much fun. It was so much fun to just be stupid high with Doug Benson. Oh my it god. Was the, it was the best. That's like a it celebrity moment. I didn't realize you did that podcast. Last minute. The was podcast this- was Saturday and I got the text Friday night. My jaw is like, dropping. Wait, so who was, else was was just you on the pod? No, me and two Austin comics. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And you were the funniest one? <laughs> I mean, do you have that? <laughs> I did feel a little shitty because I, I kept, I think, I shouldn't have talked so much. <laughs> Why? I was acting like I, it was my podcast. <laughs> like I was at one point, I was doing crowd work. It was, and he was like, <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? No, Peter. this is this is Doug's show. Doug like, loves I hadn't movies. Been on stage. Doug, Doug loves, loves movies. <laughs> Not, Not Peter. Crowd work. Not Peter likes likes the bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Stop plugging your movie. It was that move But I didn't give a fuck I was like yo This is a movie podcast My friend made a movie Like I'm blowing it up I don't give a fuck That was so smart And so good Thanks (laughs) I'm so excited Peter's my kick-ass career This week (laughs) But anyway it, it, It ended up with Doing that podcast And It felt Cool to Be there for film for a film yeah that i helped produce but also as a comic yes be invited to do the comedy festival slot to be uh, to associatingly a produce yes and then <laughs> produce be a guest yeah be a guest on a pod and then and then and then produce the shit out of it and then, and then push it as a producer. And then push it as a producer. <laughs> so awesome. What an exciting trip. <laughs> exciting. It was really cool. When did you Have get you back? Been? Have you uh, been? To Austin? No, I've never been to Austin. I've been to Texas. Let me tell you, the men's are tall, mm. smiling, uh. Uh, well-mannered, okay, and thick-thighed. Busting out of denim. It is is dangerous. That's dangerous. Dangerous. Every guy looked like Hemsworth. The the football like like classic football jock. Yeah. Who also like paints on canvas. Right. He knows a couple of chords on guitar. Yeah, but also reads Tolstoy. You know I'm what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rumi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he ponders like math. Okay, this is making me horny. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is dangerous. It was kind of like a weird vibe. I was like, um what's going on here? Did it feel queer? It it was queer, but like alt queer. You know, like not like gay. Sure, 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 sure. It was very cool. It felt like Highland Park blew up. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Logan. Logan, yeah, if Logan Square blew, blew up. up yeah. Kind of like that. Had their own city. Like if Logan so Square like, had its own city, yeah, yeah. Very well planned streets, lots of wide bike and scooter lanes, pedestrian friendly. You could see the, I saw the whole city, east, west, north, south, all of it. Um, ate a lot of food. Um, some of it really good. Some of it like just kind of like. Whatever, yeah. yeah. But they're like rated 4.5 to 4.8. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, don't let me, don't get me started with fucking St. Louis. Don't get me. Yeah, we know. We know how to yell. (laughs) (laughs) To not be, not to be trusted. Not to be trusted. trusted. I was on Google this time. I was on Google this time. Kuronika, like that's when I'm, it's hard to go away and go like, I miss LA. You know, like Mm -hmm. just for the food. Yeah. The fresh. Yes. And the, just the cultural specificities. I mean, the tacos in LA are missing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. Tacos and Asian food in LA is just unparalleled. Unreal. Yeah. I would say Persian food, same. Yeah. I think in 10 years, maybe it could like turn as like a cultural destination. But I think right now it's still very like, a new city, who this? Is that a is that a bit? You should do that. That's no, funny. I should. Yeah. Should I do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you guys come to DC, DC Comedy Live. <laughs> You'll see that bit really flashed out. New city, who this? And I'm gonna be like, what? What bit y'all want me to do? And you all go, New city, city who, who this? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Come here for the classics. Stay for the encore. And I just walk around with the mic hanging for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Come bitch, for that. Bitch, don't. <laughs> don't do that to me right now. <laughs> oh shit. shit! Not the new city who this motherfuckers asking for the classics <laughs> The microphone thumping against the thigh. Yeah, yeah. The Dave Chappelle like Yes, 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 yes. Sorry for those people who <laughs> Anyway, back to the back to Austin. Austin was great, um, but I will say I I hear that the weather slash the cultural diversity and the bustlingness mm-hmm. um, of when I was there is the peak. Okay. So it kind of dies down after that. Huh. So you know, yeah. It's and it's UT Austin. It's like a college town meets. Small city. It, it feels like Minneapolis in the south. Yeah, I mean, it's a place where you can spend three days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's what Tim Dillon, if you guys listen to him, mm. like that's kind of what he's saying. It's like it's a yeah. it's a small town. It's very, very small. It's like Evanston. It's small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a couch town. Yeah. I mean, like but they're really doing of, a thing. They really are doing a thing. And New city? Who, who is? is? <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with our next segment. All right, we're back for Igo. The segment where we talk about the time in this week that made us go, Igo. Igo. <laughs> Screaming out in shame and disappointment in ourselves. 
Okay. Um, I've like uh, I think I've described I've had a few this week. Yeah, I've had a few this week as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not a proud week for not a, me. Not a proud in Austin. week. Uh, hard for me to hold my head up uh, <laughs> inside of the city of Chicago. Um, Do you want to go first? There have been so many. I, I <laughs> if you listen to the Patreon, you know my my one of my most shameful moments. This is my second most shameful. I will okay. say that um, as a result of my spiral. Mm-hmm. From what I described on the Patreon, which is mm-hmm. um, an event that happened last Wednesday, I, um, as a result, or, or yeah, I, I, as a result, have been avoiding people and being fucking weird inside of social interactions with a multitude mm-hmm. of comedians that I. Feel who are you? Who are you? Like most afraid to see, eye to eye. <laughs> it would be a, t- a team of white men <laughs> oh okay. and i would say that um i've been so embarrassed that i've mm. been coming off as rude and okay. um i've been tr- I, oh it's one of those things where you embarrass yourself and then you try to overcompensate and it goes one mm-hmm. of two ways where you come off as like overly aloof or yeah. like overly obsequious yeah. and I've done both those things in rapid succession and I can see oh. like off-putting off-putting and also yeah. like my <laughs> my my cha- my chaotic energy is at a 10 mm-hmm. and um it's been be- it's been spewing on people that are just in the line of fire mm. and I feel like one of those things where I'm intellectually understanding what's happening. I could prevent it, but I can't stop the shit from coming out of my mouth. And I have, on multiple occasions, and again, after that night, been sober. <laughs> so I am, I am fully remembering all of these interactions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and contrite, con- it appears. A hundred percent. But I yeah. can't not get a handle on my shame spiral and like the level of disappointment I've, I, like, I've, I've woken up on several um, mornings since being like, you know what, you could have handled that better. And it's like one of those things where, <laughs> it's the thing is like, Ooh. this is the disappointment part. It's like, mm. I know mm. ultimately no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. I know that I'm fucking 40. Like I know mm. better. No one cares. Mm-hmm. But I cannot get a handle on the um, spiral in a way where I'm like, bitch, you know better. You can act better. And I, I like ultimately, I 100% know that I have not been nearly as bad as I think I have been. But I cannot get a handle on it. And it's just one of those things where in terms of disappointing myself and all the work I've done, I'm just like, you don't need to go down the spiral in this way. You yeah. are pushing yourself down the spiral because you think this is what you deserve. And honey, I, I, I mean, the amount of meditation I've done in the last three days is more than I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Should we do a gentle <laughs> meme? <laughs> meme. meme. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. I hope you feel better. <laughs> I won't. 
Um, this week, uh, I really indulged a lot. A lot of drinking, a lot of beer, a lot mm-hmm. of weed. Um, a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, we shared this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one um, night, I took out my cousin and his girlfriend, and I drank a little too much, mm-hmm. and I started complaining about my sibling. Okay. And basically, without going into too much detail, mm-hmm. I uh, there was like a trigger warning situation around suicide. Okay. Because his mother had passed away that way. Yeah. And I just blew through it, fully knowing, but was just like talking about this other person. Sure. And and the suicide of it all mm-hmm. without any bearing onto. And it was so late that I couldn't like come back and be like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry about your mom. Or you know what I mean? Like there was no like, oh, I. Yeah. When you're if I go yards, back now, yeah. then I have to acknowledge yes, like yes, yes. that I blew past it. it. It's just I'm too far. And and then I was just like holding on to it, and and then I was spiraling. Like he's letting me stay at his house. Why am I fucking bringing up his mom's death? And like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why? What you know, the whole thing. And um, yeah, he's just just need to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the lesson. I one hundred percent. That's my meme. That was like That's literally it. just shut the fuck up. Meme. Yeah, you just need to shut the fuck up sometimes. And that's always my thing. Yeah. I'm just like blabbing at the fucking mouth all the damn time. It's two blabber mouths on this fucking podcast. <laughs> well, also, there's a part of me that thinks that like if I keep blabbering, we'll get there. <laughs> there's like a belief that I was like, just keep blabbering through this. And there is a part where you are like, there are people's feelings that are the collateral yeah. damage of this. Yes. Yes. And like, that's the meme. That's the sort of um, yeah. the autism of it all. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get tested? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I've been tested. I, I got other oh, stuff. Oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yours is others. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, okay. I'm just... I'm mentally unwell in other ways. You're selfish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, go check out the Patreon and go check out the tickets for Steppenwolf. Oh, and June go 12th. check out Badass. If oh, when you bitch can. Ass, bitch ass. Bitch, bitch ass, ass if you yeah. Can. yeah. Hopefully coming to a theater near you. Eee! All right. Bye. Bye.